Welcome to the ZZ Fit Podcast, where our goal is to empower women just like you to make sustainable, positive changes in your lifestyle and fitness journey. I'm Zara, your host and the founder of ZZ Fit. Each week, we are going to tackle your biggest pain points and provide you actionable advice to get you on your way to becoming your best self. Let's dive in. Welcome back everyone to the ZZ Fit Podcast. I'm so happy that you're here and back for another episode. I got a lot of positive feedback about last week's episode all about consistency, so I'm glad you guys liked that one. And by the way, if you ever have any podcast suggestions or anything you want me to talk about, feel free to DM me either at Zarazokos Fit or at Team ZZ Fit and I would be more than happy to talk about them, open up on them. But before we get into this week's episode, which is all about how to stay fit and healthy with a busy lifestyle, because it's not one of the number one things I hear, let's get into the highs and the lows of the week. So the high of the week would be that I featured on the Women's Fitness Academy podcast. Now, this podcast was recorded two weeks ago, but it got published yesterday and I am just so excited about it. I'm just really proud of like putting myself out there to gain these opportunities to have a voice, to do more speaking, like public speaking, believe it or not, is something that I that terrifies me. I literally like it was sweating during that podcast. It was the first, first podcast I have ever been featured on, but just to have that opportunity to have a chat about things that really matter to me, like helping women, um, you know, body image and like my story and how I overcame it was just like, it was really, really awesome uh, conversation. So if you haven't listened to it, go to the Women's Fitness Academy podcast and it is there. The low of the week last week was probably that I was very tired. I think I just was feeling a little bit overworked. I had some really big work days and I think it was not, they weren't productive work days. I think I was just like ticking things off for the sake of ticking things off and then It led to me just working like crazy hours and I was just very tired and very overworked but I actually got all my work done by the by Friday and I was able to take the full weekend off which was so nice let me tell you but today we're going to be talking about a challenge that I think a lot of people can relate to in their fitness journey and that is how to stay fit and healthy and work towards your goals when you're feeling very swamped and overwhelmed with responsibilities or just busy um, and all that sort of thing so we're going to talk about you know the challenge of a busy lifestyle we're going to talk about time management prioritization we're going to discuss uh, nutrition on the go, how to manage that. And then we will discuss the importance of rest and recovery as well. So without further ado, let's get straight on into this week's episode. Let's kick off today's episode by acknowledging a universal truth and that is life is busy. It's busy for everyone. Yes, some people's lives are more busy than others, but I think busy is relative to the individual and the things and the phase of life they're in. But you know, when we're juggling work, family, social commitments, school, whatever it may be, finding time for your health and fitness can seem like such a huge task. Um, And it's, yeah, quite a common challenge. So one of the most like common excuses I hear is I don't have the time. But let's really dissect that. This is what I do with my clients is we really look into, do you really not have the time? Because we all have the same 24 hours in a day, but there's people out there that can fit 
you know, fit their training, nutrition, mindset, like they can fit all of it in even with a ridiculously busy schedule. So more often than not, the issue isn't around that we don't have time. The issue is around how we prioritize that time. Another thing that comes up as quite a challenge, and I am so guilty of this, is the mental load that comes with the busy lifestyle because your mind is cluttered with like to-do lists, appointment deadlines, and then it can be really easy to see that huge list of things you need to do or things you need to accomplish that you're like, the gym can wait. (laughs) I don't need that right now. I have too much on my plate. It can be very overwhelming, just more so from like a mindset um, and mental perspective. The mental fatigue on its own is like can be super draining and that's why it can make the thought of like doing a workout, meal prepping, all of that even more overwhelming because you're like, fuck, it's just another thing to add to my list. But also let's talk about convenience. So when you're busy, it's easy. I'm just talking about, I'm just setting the scene right now, by the way. I don't know if I'm making sense, but I'm setting the scene of like why, it, you know, being busy or why it can be difficult to stay fit with a busy lifestyle. But convenience it can be a good and bad thing. But when you're busy, it's tempting to opt for those convenience options like fast food, getting drive through coffee, instead of, you know, cooking a meal at home, or you might want to binge, uh, Netflix binge, and then um, do that instead of a gym session because it's going to, you know, give you a sense of comfort. Um, but a lot of these things that bring you comfort in the short term often conflict with our fitness goals. So it's one of those things we have to outweigh, like, What do I want more of? Do I want, you know, comfort in the short term Uh, or do I want to, you know, have a sense of accomplishment in the long term? You know, those are the things you have to weigh out. So many of us also fall into a cycle of guilt when it comes to this sort of thing. When we're too busy to work out, it can make us feel a little bit of guilt and that feeling can definitely demotivate us further it's a vicious cycle that's hard to break but it can be broken we're going to talk about it today and lastly there's a misconception that if you can't dedicate hours to the gym and then there's no point at working out at all it's all about that like all or nothing mindset that I sort of touched briefly on last week that like if you can't go into it 100% then what's the point of doing it at all which couldn't be further from the truth you don't need to go balls to the wall to see a result or to be a healthy individual it all starts with you know our small habits we do every single day so as you can see the challenge isn't just logistical but a lot of the challenge when it comes to feeling too busy to upkeep a healthy lifestyle is very much psychological Um, but these you know these may look seem like obstacles right now but we can move their obstacles that can be moved past and with the right strategies which we'll dive into in the next few segments of this podcast you can make fitness and healthy living a consistent and rewarding part of your busy life now that we've delved into the challenges of maintaining fitness while having a busy lifestyle Let's go into all the solutions, why you're here, because what I'm here to do on this podcast is not only educate you, but leave you with actionable steps you can put into your own life. But one of the most effective ways for making room for health and fitness uh, is through time management and prioritization. And this is something I work with my clients with. No, I do not just help my clients. I I don't just give them a training and nutrition plan and say, see you later. Um, (laughs) We work as a team to look at what obstacles are in the way of them and them achieving their goals and we find a plan to overcome them and a lot of the time that can be time management but let's talk about like what does that even mean time management prioritization so 
Firstly, let's consider making a fitness routine a non-negotiable part of your schedule. Just like you wouldn't skip a work meeting or a doctor's appointment, your workouts should be treated with the same level of importance. So what I like to do and what I encourage my clients to do is block out time in your calendar and stick to it. When you don't have it locked into your calendar, it can be so easy to be like, eh, I'll do it later. And then later becomes next week and then next week becomes never. So when you prioritize it and make an appointment, put it into your calendar, you found the time slot for it. It doesn't even have to be long. It can be less than an hour put it in your calendar, treat it like it's an appointment. Next, planning is your best friend when it comes to time management. A little bit of organization goes a long way. Take some time at the beginning of each week to plan out your workouts, when you're going to get them in, when you're going to meal prep. Knowing exactly what you're going to do removes the mental burden of last minute decision making, which makes it so much easier to stick to your routine. So I could talk from... um, I work with a client and she, every week we touch base and she answers a few questions for me. And the questions run like, uh, how we look over her adherence for the week. How's your adherence for the week? Then we go through what uh, days are you going to be getting in your workouts? What is your strategy for getting your steps this week? Have you pre-tracked all your food for next week? And then we look at, okay, what went wrong last week that we can improve on this week? So we go through all the things and we set her up for success to take off the mental burden throughout her week so she can focus on work and everything else is already laid out for her. So remember, a little organization goes a long way. It takes 10 minutes on your Sunday to plan for the rest of your week. Now let's talk about dead time. These are pockets of time that are often wasted in your day. So this could be the 15 minutes you spend scrolling through social media or your half hour lunch break where you're just sitting around doing not much. These moments can be turned into opportunities for quick quick workouts or meal planning. So your lunch break, maybe you use your lunch break to sit down and plan your meals in my fitness pal for the next day. Or maybe you go do a quick walk instead of just sitting at the office or sitting around you know you can really use these little moments in time to do something productive that's going to make you feel good rather than scrolling on social media or just sitting there doing nothing you know at the end of the day what is going to make you feel your best when it comes to what to prioritize as a busy individual on their health and fitness journey is oh my god I cannot English today guys (laughs) it's important to focus on high impact activities that yield the most results so you're not going if you're someone who's a bit like very busy and you can't focus on everything all at once it's fine but you're not just going to be like I'm going to nail my water intake and that's it like no if you want to see results you have to focus on the activities within your health and fitness journey that yield the most results so for example like in your workouts maybe you don't have all the time to work out so you're not just going to spend the whole time doing isolation movements you might focus more on compound movements you know maybe two compound movements, two isolation movements that you're going to get more bang for your buck. You're going to maybe prioritize at least eating to your caloric needs um, as a minimum, say if your goal is fat loss or muscle gain, um, because you you know your nutrition is going to yield the best, you know, the have the most bang for your buck in terms of result. And also remember your fitness activities should align with your specific goals. So Um, making sure, again, this is relating to focusing on the high impact activities. So say if your goal is fat loss, maybe you focus a lot on nutrition, maybe training, you still get it in, but you're not really trying to get like five sessions a week. Um, and you're trying to prioritize step if steps, 
for example. If your goal is muscle gains, maybe you're focusing on calories and then you're putting up more of a priority on workouts more so. But still trying to eat enough food, but you're really prioritizing your workouts. Like you're just really trying to prioritize what's important to you and your specific goal. And as I've said, like it's very crucial to plan. I'm very... (laughs) I preach it. I'm like, plan, organize. It's going to make your life so much easier. But in the midst of that, remember that life is unpredictable and it's important to be flexible with your routine so that you can um, adopt, like, adapt things when things don't really go to plan. Like if you miss your morning workout, you can try and fit a session in the evening or you can have a backup plan. I see the, you know, I always preach, okay, plan your weeks, organization. But what I see where I see this go wrong is that when things don't go 100% to plan, some people, and I've done it before too, where you just like, fuck it, the plan's not working, I'm just going to do whatever now. <laughs> and that's not what you should do. You should really try and have a backup plan, have things in place. So say, for example, you didn't meal prep, you allocated the time to meal prep. For some reason, that time went away, you couldn't meal prep. What's your backup plan? Are you going to go to the service station and are you going to go get a pre-made meal? Are you going to go to Woolies or Coles and buy a pre-made salad with some tuna? Like they have a backup plan and that's where having education can you know, really help so you can know, okay, I'm stuck in this situation. What can I do? Um, but just remember that like life isn't perfect. Things are going to come up, especially if you're a busy individual. You probably have sh- shit happening all the time. Um, so it's important to learn that like, yes, you need to organize your week and you need to try and stick at it. But also if it doesn't go to plan, know that it's okay and have a backup plan or be able or learn to be able to be flexible within that schedule. So as you can see, time management and prioritization, they're not just buzzwords or any of that. They're actionable strategies that can help you fit fitness into your busy life to for you to make time, not, you know, to find time, make time. It's just all about making smart choices and being intentional about your time, not just floating through life, just sort of winging it, like being intentional about every hour, every minute. And if you do that, you're going to actually find so much more time. There's been so many times where I've told my clients, like go make a Google calendar for your week, like put in your classes, work shifts, whatever, you know, non-negotiables you have. And then they come back to me, they're like, oh my God, I have so much time. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) because when we're just kind of winging it, then we end up scrolling for a little bit and then we get distracted with this and we do this. We're not being intentional about the time we're spending on each task. Whereas if you lay it out, it really makes it a lot more real with like, oh shit, I actually do have a lot more time than I think. So that's everything about time management and prioritization. That's really going to be the key here for you to see and see progress and like stick to your journey altogether. I would be a mess without having my Google Calendar by my side. Alrighty, so we've spoken about time management, but let's go into nutrition, which sometimes seems to be the hardest thing because we always opt for the quick and easy option. Um, but eating right is often the, like one of the hardest things about you know starting any sort of fitness journey, especially when you're always on the move and you're always busy, you feel like you don't have the time to eat healthy. But let's dive into some strategies to help keep your nutrition on point, even with a busy lifestyle, because it can be possible. Now, First and foremost, we have to talk about meal prepping. Meal prepping is a game changer when it comes to nutrition on the go. Spending a few hours on the weekend to prepare your meals for the week will save you time, money, stress, and it takes the guesswork out of like, what am I going to eat today? Or am I eating on plan? Like you have it all planned out and prepared and it makes your life so much easier. I know that it sounds daunting to spend a few hours prepping your meals, but once you move through the week, realizing you don't have to cook and you're still hitting your goals, it makes it so worth it and just make it part of your routine. Make it something fun 
fun. Blast your music. Like do it with your partner. Like make it a fun activity. Now snacking. Snacking can either be your best friend or your worst enemy, but the key is to choose snacks that are both nutritious and convenient. Things like protein bars, fruit, pre-cut veggies, things like having having these sort of things on hand can prevent you from reaching for chalky or unhealthy things um, when you're in a rush and on the go. So some ideas could be like a protein yogurt, popcorn, uh, corn thins or rice cakes, fruit, all of that sort of stuff. Now, I'm not saying you can't have a little chalky bar and stuff every once in a while, just pre-track it in, account for it. Um, But definitely being a bit more mindful and having good snacks on hand can definitely help because I know when we have a busy lifestyle, we just want to grab a snack and go, grab a snack and go. Um, but, But having some healthy options on hand can help reduce the risk of opting for things that probably aren't as good for our health. Now, talking about protein, we know that protein is essential for muscle recovery, satiety, all the things. It's such a crucial part of our diet. So try and think about packing portable protein options. This kind of goes hand in hand with the snacking, but having, because it's hard to I feel like a lot of people struggle with this because when we think of protein, we think chicken, beef, all those sorts of things, but you can have portable protein options. So things like protein shakes, Greek yogurt, maybe some nuts, they have a little bit of trace proteins in them, protein bars. You could do like rice cakes with a protein paste or something. It can be really good options. Obviously, when you go to opt for a quick snack, you want to try and opt for something that is higher protein. Next, don't underestimate the power of hydration. Often we mistake thirst for hunger, leading to unnecessary snacking so make sure that even though you're busy carrying a reusable water bottle with you to stay hydrated and it can help you avoid mindless eating it can obviously keep you hydrated throughout the day because you don't want to forget to drink water it's super important but um yeah don't underestimate the power of hydration now i know when we're very busy and on the go eating out is inevitable but the trick is to just make smart choices within that so if it's if you go somewhere where you can track then definitely track so many places have the nutritional info out there even mcdonald's like i love the ham and cheese toasties from mcdonald's um because they're so good macro wise but think like gyg grilled um all the fast food places have their nutritional information if you're in um america then you could do like (laughs) chick-fil-a so good um or chipotle or something like that but even if you go somewhere where you can't track like opt for grilled over fried choose veg as a side dish be you know mindful of portion sizes eat till you're full um and you know most restaurants will offer healthier options just look for them ask for things to be cooked without butter or oil or minimal butter and oil like don't be afraid to ask the worst they're going to tell you is no. Also, technology can be a great ally in managing your nutrition. So an app that I love is MyFitnessPal to track your food intake throughout the day because you can scan barcodes, you can enter things in quickly on the go, and then that way you're able to see the numbers. And it's a really convenient way to stay on top of your diet. Like maybe you don't have things prepped and planned, but if you can track things into MyFitnessPal, you can kind of keep tabs on everything and make sure that you're keeping things in check Um, especially if you have macro targets to hit you need my fitness pal to track those but it can be a useful tool even if you're not necessarily trying to hit certain targets but you just want to make sure things are in check it can be a great way now lastly consider an emergency food stash in places where you frequently are whether it's your office a car your home even but stock it with good healthy options even high protein options so think like tuna 
crack like whole grain crackers all the snacks I mentioned above the portable protein options the healthy snacks but this ensures you always have something there even in a pinch because you know what something that a lot of busy people struggle with is not eating at all because we're so busy our minds are preoccupied we don't even have a chance to think to eat but when you have things ready to go on deck when you need them and they're going to be good for you it can make the world of a difference so just remember that nutrition doesn't have to take a backseat just because you're busy with a little bit of planning and smart choices you can maintain a healthy diet that supports your fitness goals no matter how hectic your schedule is I feel like we've covered a lot of ground today, but there's one more topic that's equally important to what we've discussed, but often neglected, and that is rest and recovery. So let's delve into why this is a critical aspect of staying fit, especially when you're someone who juggles a busy lifestyle. Firstly, let's talk about what happens during recovery. So when you work out, you're essentially breaking down the muscle fibers. It's during the rest period that your muscles repair and grow stronger. Without adequate adequate quit rest you're not giving your body a chance to recover or improve now rest is also very important if you're someone with a busy lifestyle to be able to switch your mind off to reset to recharge so that you can show up in all areas of your life feeling motivated feeling energized and ready to do whatever you do at your best capacity but let's go into sleep so sleep is the cornerstone of recovery it's the most important thing honestly Um, the recommended hours of sleep is seven to nine hours but we can't obviously neglect the quality of sleep is just as important we need deep uninterrupted sleep um, because it provides the body a chance to repair and rejuvenate properly if you are short on time focus on improving your sleep quality rather than stressing about the hours because Yes, the hours matter, but not as much as quality. If you can get five to six hours of good quality sleep, then that's perfect. And remember, rest doesn't mean necessarily doing nothing. Active recovery like jogging, stretching, yoga can help improve blood circulation, speed up the recovery process. So I'm a big fan of like active recovery days. Now with active recovery days, I always recommend like going for a walk or doing like some fun activity, something that you can like do with friends or something like that, something that doesn't feel like it's a chore or that it's like we have to do it. You know what I mean? Not that working out should feel like a chore. But you sort of get what I mean. Like it's an activity that you're doing for fun and for leisure rather than just like, oh, I am have an active recovery day. Let me find a way to be active. Just do, do a fun activity with a friend or family while you have like an extra few hours that you're not at gym. Physical recovery is important, but so is mental recovery, especially if you're someone who is you know very busy a busy lifestyle can be mentally draining it can lead to things like burnout and decreased motivation so make sure that you take the time to relax meditate or engage in activities that bring you joy and can help recharge your mental batteries so something that actually I want to start implementing for the last three months of the year is starting a hobby that is purely for enjoyment it doesn't bring me income it doesn't help with my goals of like competing or anything something that is completely just I do it for fun and that for me is probably going to be getting back into dance because that's what I did growing up it's a way to like connect back with my inner child it's a way to sort of just unplug from the world so even doing something like that like that's something I'm doing for my mind more so than like you know my body or like you know I'm not going to go out and try and be a professional dancer right now but it's something that can be a really good way to you know, sort of 
I don't know the word I'm thinking of, but disconnect and do something to bring joy, to recharge my mental battery rather than just feeling like it's just work, sleep, eat, gym, if you know what I mean. We talked about nutrition earlier, but it's worth mentioning it again in the context of recovery, consuming the right nutrients, you know, high protein, good amount of fats, good amount of carbs can help aid in muscle repair, induce reduce inflammation, makes your recovery more effective. And it's important to note that having a good quality diet can help with your performance in all areas, not just with training and gym, but with your work, with your studies. It's like you hear the term like brain food and food gives you energy and not just for physically, but mentally as well. So it can improve, you know, your focus and all of that sort of thing. And finally, it's crucial to listen to your body. If you are feeling overly fatigued, you're experiencing decreased performance or noticing increased soreness, these could be signs that you're not actually getting enough rest. Um, make sure that, you know, you keep an eye on these signals and don't ignore them. You know, your body always knows best. Be sure to listen to your body. So there you have it. Rest and recovery are not just optimal. They're essential components of a balanced fitness routine, lifestyle, even with the busy lifestyle, making time for adequate rest can make your fitness journey more sustainable and enjoyable and I literally with there's some clients I have that live a busy lifestyle and I'm like I want you to schedule into your calendar and even if it's just an hour an hour to do nothing because it is really really important just to be able to rest and recover from things like training and nutrition whatever you know what I mean but also from their day-to-day commitments it's really important to just give yourself that rest and recovery because then you're going to be more well rested more energized and ready to crush your goals in all areas of your life thank you for tuning into this episode on how to stay fit with your busy lifestyle if you found this episode valuable make sure to follow us on instagram at zarazokosfit and at teams easy fit for daily tips and motivation and if you're interested in personalized one-to-one coaching to help navigate your busy life while still achieving your fitness goals the link to our coaching application is in the show notes below bye guys have an amazing week Thank you for tuning in to another episode of ZZ Fit Radio. We hope you found today's topic super valuable and actionable. If you're looking to connect, make sure to follow us on Instagram at TeamZZFit and at Zara Zolkos Fit, where we share daily tips, updates, and a dose of motivation to keep you going on your journey. And if you're ready to take the next step in your fitness journey, the link to our coaching application is in the show notes below. Let's work together to break through plateaus and reach your ultimate fitness goals once and for all. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review the podcast. Your support helps us reach more incredible women just like you. Until next time, stay empowered and keep striving for a better you.